Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about the Broncos-Colts game. And everyone's, everyone's pumped about that one. We'll go over that. And actually got a few other listener questions that came in. But Jeff, first thing I got to say is, what the hell happened, C.J. Anderson? Where has this been? Because I'm actually a little pissed off right now because 30 carries, 158 yards. I mean, I haven't been able to use this guy for about seven weeks. Where did this come from? Yeah, I wish I knew. This was a, a very interesting game to watch. It was kind of the resurrection of a few people you haven't seen in a while. Um, you know, 30 carries for C.J. Anderson is a crazy high number. Um but, I mean, I guess that's what happens on the same night where Brock Osweiler looks like he, you know, should be – have started the entire year. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it's the Colts. So – but I, I laugh because I started off by asking uh, – We uh, obviously our league is – or one of our leagues is in the finals. And I asked uh, one of the guys in it like, hey, did he have anyone going tonight? And he said, well, it's the Colts versus Denver. So uh, if if we did, we probably wouldn't be in the finals. <laughs> I, I had a laugh at that. And then, but how many people went off in this game? Not a ton, but, you know, Cody Latimer. Actually, a bunch of, like, kind of no-namers. Latimer, obviously. Yeah, why why Latimer and Hero, what, Hero-man, what? Yeah, how do you say his name? I don't even know. And also, it was the game of injuries because I think uh, Emmanuel Sanders was forced from the game. Uh, Simeon was forced from the game. Um uh, I, I don't even know. It felt like they're, oh, Gore left the game. It was a very strange game. And really, it was just topped off by the fact that Brock Osweiler, you know, looked like an all star for, for half a game. I mean, he scored 29 points. And how many quarters did he actually play? I think, I mean, probably about three. I'm a, I think it was about three quarters, somewhere around there. He came in the first half, but don't know where that came from. I guess maybe where it came from is they were playing the Colts, I guess. Everyone's an all-star when you play the Colts, right? I think it's <laughs> yeah. You got chalk it up to that. C.J. Anderson, though, you know, there he's on most leagues. He's still on everybody's roster, but what the actual percentage of him being started was? Because you know, there's a bunch of people. He didn't get the touchdown, so it didn't like you know could have been even bigger. But yeah, he he was started in 27 percent of leagues. Most the leagues out there don't have him in the starting lineup, and they're seeing that about 16 points on their bench right now. Yeah, I mean, how would you even know that was going to happen, though? I mean. The week before, he had 22, and that's the most carries he's gotten since week two. So, I mean, even last week, 22 carries for 48 yards, nothing special. So it it took him a lot of games in order to finally pull one out where he, he looked good again. But next week, he gets another relatively bad rushing defense in the Redskins? I don't know. Could you play? I, I don't think I could trust him. I don't think I can go that far. It's one week. More, yeah, more than likely. If you, if you didn't play him this week, that means you have someone you trust more and you'll be probably leaning on that individual again next week. Um, but for those 27% that were actually starting him, uh, who knows? A breath of fresh air. Maybe he's actually worthwhile. He'll definitely help you out this week. So Yeah, I mean, I, if I would have made it to this week in the finals... I would have not been playing him. He would have been on my bench right now. So maybe that's a good thing. Didn't have to worry about that. All right. That's about all I got from that game. Not much else. Colt side, Hilton didn't really do much. Gore didn't really do much. Doyle didn't really do much. So just nothing really there. But I do have a couple questions here, Jeff. We can go over for some of the listeners here. 
All right, we got Matt. He wrote into us. He says, hi, guys. I love the show. You guys and this show are the reason I've been able to make the playoffs for the first time in three years. So it's always nice to hear. Oh, right on. So he is in a two-quarterback league here. He has three options. We went over quarterbacks, you know, in the past episodes, but let's pick these two quarterbacks for him. You got Dak Prescott, Nick Foles, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Which two are you going with? All right. Well, definitely Dak. So I think Dak's in there no matter what. And then the other ones are Garoppolo and Foles. I would lean, you know, I'm going to have to uh, to lean towards Foles. Uh, I had to think about it for a sec. First game back, but he has a better matchup. He has a better team around him. I would. Uh, I know that, you know, we haven't really seen him um, this year, but I, I would go Foles, even though Garoppolo looked pretty pretty decent and, and definitely uh, – kind of worthy of consideration. Um, would you go any different than that? You know, I think I'm, I'm going to go Garoppolo. Really? For some reason, I keep think, I'm keep i thinking that the Eagles are just going to try to grind this one out and run the ball a million times with Ajayi and Blunt, you know. I have a feeling that's what's going to happen here. And the 49ers want to see everything they have in Garoppolo. They're just going to give him more opportunity to throw the ball. I just feel like he's going to get a much better opportunity this week than Foles will. I don't think they're going to do too much with Foles. They don't want to, they want to keep winning these games and they play a bad team who they can probably just run all over. So that's just kind of what I'm, I think they're going to get up big early on the giants and not have to pass. That's kind of what I'm looking at. All right. I can see that. I think Grappolo's are good, but yeah, I got to go with the better team. I'll still stick Foles. All right. He has one last question here. It's about defense and his two options are not great for the week. His options are he could play. He has the Pittsburgh defense. Uh, problem with that is they're playing New England. So yeah. yeah, his other defense is the Rams, who are going against Seattle in Seattle. Ugh. Would you would you play one of those, or are you going to go try to find anything else in the waivers? Um, well, I guess uh, I guess here's the first one. If well, I would definitely look at the waivers. There's no doubt about that. Um, but if if you had to start one of those right now. Which one of them would you start? It would be Rams for me. I don't want to go against okay. the Patriots. I agree. I, I would definitely go against. I would go for the Rams as well. They're just a better defense, really. Um, they've had a couple games that wouldn't be worth starting, but you know they have the ability to really score uh, in heaps with that defense. Um, I'm trying to uh, get a look here real quick, see who is actually maybe available. I'm looking at the ESPN ranks here. For defenses this week, just it's the one I'm on right now. They have the Rams as the seventh best defense this week. Do you really expect that against Seattle? I mean, with Russell Wilson, I would not want to be playing my defense against them. Just I don't see why you would want to do that. But somehow they have them ranked seventh. But I mean, I'd rather go with like the Lions if the Lions are out there going against Chicago. I'd rather have them as my defense if they're an available team, which they they could be. I mean, they're up there now. They've been owned most of the year, but. 60% of leagues, so maybe they're an option. Yeah, and I, I like the Titans, actually, that is actually available. They are going against San Fran, which you kind of like Garoppolo, but three state games in double digits, that defense is solid. That offense is just struggling. What about the Redskins going against Arizona? Arizona, they got Blaine Gabbert and Kerwin Williams leading their team. Yeah, I mean, you have I mean, you have to like that. You have to like that matchup. I feel like Washington is so up and down, but usually to pretty good offenses or teams that are rolling. So I think that I think that one's a relatively safe bet as well. 
I don't I don't know which Redskins team you're going to get if you're just going to get a few points or or you know 13, but um, I, I like them uh, better than a lot of these other teams as well. All right, we got another question here. I think it's from Famous. I want to say his name is. Hopefully, I got that right. He's looking for a tight end spot here for the week. He has four options. He has Greg Olson, Eric Ebron, Jesse James, and Adam Shaheen. And he's actually thinking about playing Adam Shaheen right now from the Bears. What are you thinking? Oh, man. I actually, I'll need a minute. I actually have to look at this. I have to see where everyone's at because those are really interesting names. And they're all over the board according to like, you know, how they've been injured or how much playing time they've had. So it's a lot of question marks. I just want to kind of think about for a second. Do you have one in your mind that stands out? Which one you would lean towards? Well, first off, I'll just say with his thinking about playing Shaheen, if he really feels, if he feels strongly about that, I have, I have no issue with playing Shaheen. I think that's the thing with these guys. I don't feel like any of these players completely stand out for me right now. So if Shaheen is somebody you're willing to play going against the Lions who haven't been very good against tight ends, I don't mind that play. They're probably not my number one option. though. Greg Olson should be, but he hasn't done anything since coming back yet. Do we just expect him to do something this week? He didn't have, he only had one target last week, didn't get any catches despite playing 59 of 64 snaps. And he's going against the Packers who you might not think of the Packers as a very good defense, but they've, they've given up the second least amount of points against tight ends. They are the second best defense against tight ends in the league. So, and then Ebron going against Chicago. Chicago is the fifth best defense against tight ends. Yeah. And we all know Ebron is, he, he'll probably catch a, a few balls. He's been, he's been relatively consistent, um, but probably not that upside guy you're looking for. I mean, he's probably more of a three to six point kind of guy. Um, only has two touchdowns on the year. So safer than those other two, I would say yes. But um, I don't know. Who's the fourth one? It was Shaheen oh, and Jesse James. Going against New England? I mean, maybe he gets something. Maybe it's a shootout and he gets involved. He had 10 for 97 last week. Other than that, he hasn't done too much on the year. That's about it. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. If he feels comfortable with Shaheen, if he likes that, I mean, it's, I wouldn't, I don't mind that option. I have nothing against it. The, he's playing, the Lions have by far the worst defense against tight ends of these four options. I mean, Shaheen had four for 44 and a touchdown. He had four for 41 and a touchdown last time against Detroit in week 11. It's not the worst option in the world. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that is a really, that is a very tough one. I'm not, I'm not loving anyone. No, I mean, I, I guess this is where I'm at. I, I'm not in love with any of these guys. I don't know if Olsen's going to do anything because obviously he's been banged up. Ebron, I think, is probably relatively safe if you want to guarantee yourself a few points. Um, I think Jesse James is probably a – I think he's a, he's too risky. I don't think he has enough upside for either one. So, I, you know, I like Olsen and, and Ebron better than him. And then the, you know – as far as a guy that he wants to start, I, I think this is where I'm at. I don't think any four of those guys really stand out in my mind. So if he really wants to start uh, Shaheen, I would say go ahead and go for it. And then that way you don't kick yourself if he has a good game or even if he scores a few less than someone else, you're not going to second guess yourself. So I think for peace of mind, I would just stick with your gut because I think out of those four, there's not a clear winner. Um, so, you know, I mean, so go, go with your gut, play the guy you want. If it turns out well, you're a genius. If it doesn't, at least you knew that you, you know, you, you went with what you wanted to. Yeah, I agree. I mean, 
if that's the gut feeling he has, I'd, I'd go with it. Cause I don't feel any, I don't feel comfortable with any of those other guys. So <laughs> could work out. It might be a genius pick, you know, when you, when you a week. So, all right. I think that's all I got for this episode. We'll be back Sunday night. We'll do some reaction to some games week 15. Maybe we can pick up two victories, Jeff, in the listener leagues. And then I'll beat you in the third place game in our other league that, the much celebrated third place game. Can't wait. <laughs> Just for pride at this point. You beat me last year in the third place game. We have to get out of this third place game. It's getting. I know. I don't know what happened this year, man. All right. We will talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>